Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Monday. Um, hope you've had a great summer. Um, welcome to all of our new members. I've noticed so many of you have gotten into the group in the last couple days. Um, I think hopefully because you've been busy enjoying your summer. So here's what you need to know. If you are new to the maintenance and mindfulness group, we have a whole maintenance and mindfulness guide. So all of the information specific to maintenance is stored in the maintenance guide. Um, everything about, you know, the technique you're using, either personalizing your plan or perhaps you're repeating the process. I know so many of you have started uh, to repeat the process with a new fall group that started today. So so I want to talk about that. Um, what else? So week to uh, day to day to day, we like to have uh, different theme days where we discuss a variety of different topics. Um, so today being Monday is our MM and M group, our maintenance, mindfulness and motivation group. So that tends to be the theme, the topic we talk about on Mondays. Um, each day we're sharing um, some just some great posts. Uh, moving forward, we'll be inviting guests on. We've really just started uh, the conversation in this group. We've just started the group, just getting a feel for it over the last couple months. Um, as we move forward, we have a lot of really fun stuff planned. Um, so I hope you stick around for that. This group is all about being here for you while you are working through active maintenance, while you're taking the time to help your body solidify the weight that you have lost. Um, so the conversation is very much about maintenance and we want you guys to feel free to reach out and ask as many questions as you have um, throughout your maintenance journey. So don't be shy about that. Um, what do I want to talk about uh, today? I want to talk about those of you who are repeating the process with the fall program. So obviously you'll be doing the fall program. You're in the support group. I hope um, you're you're going to be you know reviewing the information. You're going to be um, you know watching the guest segments and such. If you have any questions specific to maintenance, this is where you might want to pop in and have that conversation here. As you know, the weight loss group is very much geared towards weight loss, and this is why it's a great option to be part of the maintenance group while you're also doing that group as well. And in here, we can specifically talk about maintenance. So the team who's in here helping to answer questions knows that a lot of you are going to be in that fall group as well. And you're following along, repeating the process. Now, when you feel it, you're repeating the process, what's the difference when you're doing it to lose weight or you're doing it to maintain your weight? So there isn't really much of a difference. You want to be just as diligent, just as consistent. Yes, you have a lot more wiggle room for indulgences here and there, but while you're in active maintenance, helping the body to solidify your weight, you really want to minimize any of those indulgences, but you do have the option of back on track um, should you get off track or find yourself indulging. So back on track is not something we'll be discussing in the, in the, in the, weight loss program until week 10. But having done the program, 
now being in maintenance, feel free to, you know, use back on track as often as you need. But really the main difference between doing the program again for weight loss and doing the program for maintenance is, is really just that you're not looking for that scale to move. So you don't have to like maximize your efforts to the point that you do need to maximize them when you're looking to lose weight. Um, so you have a little bit more wiggle room to kind of just chill out about the process, but you really do want to be as consistent and diligent as possible. It's kind of like you're doing the program, but because you've reached your goal weight, that you're going to be on this one big massive plateau, which in general, even when you're losing weight, plateaus are there to help you sustain and solidify the weight that you have lost to make your new weight, your new norm, right? So we're just being doing a kind of a long extended version with that. Now you might still see the scale move. You might still, you're obviously, you're still going to see lots of fluctuations on the scale. Um, you know, depending on what you're eating, if you're, if you're, for example, working out your body sore, you might see the scale up for a couple of days. If you're dehydrated, um, you might see that scale up if you're stressed out, you know, tired and those things, salty food, you know, same rules apply while you're maintaining as they do when you're losing lots of fluctuations on the scale. Don't be surprised if you do see your weight drop. It's not unusual, even though you're not trying to lose weight for your weight to for your body to still release fat that no longer serves a purpose. Anyway, hit me up with any of those uh, questions that you have about maintenance. Um, and we'll keep that conversation going. Hi, Melanie. Okay. Welcome back, Gina. So happy to be continuing my maintenance journey after reaching my goal at the end of the summer program. I love it. After 49 days, I am less than two pounds up on the scale, which to me is so amazing considering all the traveling that I did. Yeah. I know so many of you so nervous about, you know, the, the time in between, uh, especially with summer in between groups, if you did, plan on uh, repeating the process for the sake of maintenance. And some of you just terrified at the end of your weight loss journey, if you've lost your weight, that you're going to gain it all back, which has happened, I'm sure, on any other program that you've done. So a couple of reasons. Um, the one is how we've gone about losing weight, such a healthy way. We've given the body time to lose weight and release the fat in all the healthiest of ways. We're in tune to our body's needs, um, you know, and we've given our body time really along the way and throughout the process to solidify the weight. So we haven't been forcing the body to burn fat the whole entire time. So just the way that you you've lost your weight um, is definitely going to make a big difference in terms of maintenance, right? And then moving forward from that, it's just being mindful and being in tune to your choices and then also implementing back on track. So whenever you do indulge, you just kind of help your body get over that little indulgence. And then, you know, if your weight did go up, it drops right back down. So, but you know, I can say this and I said it a million times at the end of that program, but it's just until you really experience it, I have been maintaining my weight for like 30 years. So it's not even something I even think about. Um, but you know, you did, you did, you know, create these changes in your lifestyle. You created new habits and busted through old ones. You, you know, put in this effort to, to, you know, to be as healthy as you are and to lose all the weight that you wanted to lose. There's something to be said about, you know, you're not done with that yet. And it might take you a while to, you know, solidify, um, you know, some of the new habits you've created for yourself to really get away from that negative, you know, dialogue in your brain. Like just because you've reached your goal weight doesn't mean you're done with the sort of the mental part of it, right? Uh, let me read the last. As I continue on my maintenance journey for the next three months in the fall program, I feel so confident in knowing that I have lost all my weight. It does not want to come back uh, that easily, nor do I want it back. Welcome to the rest of my life. P.S. This maintenance group has been so helpful and so amazing. I'm so thankful for that. I love hearing that. I mean, this is what it's all about, right? This is a this is a place to, if you are nervous or you have questions about maintenance, like don't be shy. We're here for you. Like reach out. I mean, the beauty of the group right now is there's not a lot of people in it. Um, you know, so I mean, not that we aren't great at answering your questions even when there's 25,000 people in the group, but we really truly are here to help. So reach out. Um, no such thing as a silly question around here, just like in our, in our maintenance, in our weight loss group as well. We really are truly here to help. So it's one thing physically, right? That you've lost the weight in all the ways, but you might not be done with what's, what's happening. And, and, and that also in, in includes your confidence of being about a bill, 
about being, I have used a lot of energy being excited today, so bear with me, you know, uh, about being confident that you're going to be able to sustain it and, and, you know, for the rest of your life. But this is all it is. It's just the same shit over and over. You wake up every day, assess how you feel. You're already in tune. You've done the work to do that. You know, make food choices. Some of them are going to be great. Some of them not so great. If you have not so great food choices, implement back on track for a few days. All of us around here, Sonia's like, oh man, I got to get back on track. Tony's like, ah oh, man, I got to get back at it. Even myself. I've had an awesome summer. I definitely have indulged, but I'm really looking forward to getting back at things. Not for the sake of losing any weight, but because I feel so much better when I'm just being mindful and I'm making good choices and drinking my water and moving my body and all those things. So, so happy to hear. So happy to hear. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Anna. Uh, Say, Melanie, I know I should be more diligent with maintenance, but the summer was so busy and full of travel and events. Such a relief to be calm about food and all of it and see that the scale is holding steady. True maintenance starts now. Yeah. And so I love this approach too, because so many people kind of approach it the same way because after the spring summer group like first of all it's been the pandemic so it's really affected our ability to be social to get out there you know to, to spend time with friends and family and this is kind of the first summer after the last couple of years we've been able to do that plus it's the summer I don't know where you live but where I live it's really super short and sweet you want to absolutely take advantage of it um, so it's kind of the time and also you don't want to be stressing about what you're eating and not eating especially throughout the summer right so I'm happy to hear so many of you did enjoy your summer and all the yummy bites of bits that came with it but then you're also back at it to me I was drinking high I don't know if we took a pause there or someone was trying to call me I forgot to put my phone on airplane mode okay Anna back to you I'm curious about water during maintenance versus during the weight loss program I was drinking four to four to 4.5 liters a day in the spring program but I'm unsure about my aim and maintenance okay so you want to make sure that you're getting that like you're not you don't have to maximize your efforts right um when you're in maintenance and repeating the program the process you, you don't you're not desperately trying to get that scale to move and doing all the things to get it to move you really want to just maintain status quo um, allow your body to get used to your new weight and just naturally through following the program you're going to give the body the platform and the opportunity because you're not actually forcing it to focus on fat loss to really level up everything across the board so when it comes to water you know it's not as important while you're in maintenance as it is when you're looking to lose you're going to find that when you're dehydrated and low in water you're going to notice it's going to really affect your energy so you might be like trying dragging your butt you're going to know when you feel dehydrated um but as long as you're getting the minimal amounts like that 2.7 to 3.5 and then just adding more naturally like if you exercise and you sweat you might want to you know grab an extra bottle of water um you know if you're super hot and sweating you know, just kind of stay on top of your hydration levels but there's definitely not a need to push but the the 2.7 to 3.5 is science that that comes from a harvard study a mayo clinic study um you know cleveland clinic study that that has been studied that at minimum the average person needs to 2.7 to 3.5 liters of water just for basic hydration levels so so that that's you know that's kind of a standard to go by and even in the weight loss group we talk about that that's sort of your minimum and then you want to build on that depending you know how much weight you have to lose and you know maybe medications that you're taking that can cause dehydration um, like you maybe even though you lost your weight some of you may be taking medications that can cause a side effect of weight gain that's not a magical weight gain ingredient is that those kinds of medications tend to make you very dehydrated so then you crave more carbs more sugar that kind of thing so you know it just depends on need just just like it depends on need for weight loss it depends on need in terms of maintenance um, but it's not as important um, as it, you know as it is when you're looking to lose 
Hi, Inch. I uh, lost my weight through two programs, finished my last group in December. My scale is about five pounds higher than when I ended December. So that's totally normal. What, like you're not hyper-focused on seeing your lowest low. So whatever you, you your low was, um, that's your new weight. Although what you're going to see reflected on the scale on a day-to-day basis is about five pounds above. I talk about this all the time. My weight um, is probably 119. Well, it is 119. If I kind of clean up my eating, drink my water, you know, go to bed early, take care of myself, I sit around 119. Um, generally, when I'm just living my life, you know, I'm just eating normally, you know, maybe eating a little later at night, maybe snacking at night, you know, um, my weight sits about five pounds above normally. And then after a weekend, like I just said last weekend, my weight can be upwards of 10 pounds um, higher than 119. So that's just sort of normal. Uh, for your weight to be about five pounds above. Um, for sure, I've been eating a lot more bites of bits, more than more than bites of bits. I'm wondering if doing back on track for a few days will bring me back down or if I need to come back and do another group. Um, but yes, I feel so much better when I'm eating well and drinking lots of water. So you didn't gain weight, right? Like extra bites of bits is going to cause you to gain weight. Like you'd have to really try hard to gain real weight. Like my weight's probably up 10 pounds. Do I think I've gained 10 pounds? Not at all. Um, do I could maybe use cleaning it back up again? Like stop eating the chips, stop drinking the wine, you know, like, you know, kind of just clean it up a little bit. Yeah, that'd probably just make me feel much better. But after you reach your lowest low, it's not, it's not reasonable to, to think that you're going to stay at that lowest low, because that's when you were hyper focused doing all the things to try to see your lowest low. And that's no way to live. So you should expect to be about five pounds above that, um, like carbohydrates, for example, which you should be back to eating now. Um, if you do add in breads and pastas, those kinds of things, they tend to help the retain water inside the body. So that'll have your weight up a little bit. Again, the, the difference is your weight being up is not the same as actually gaining weight. Um, there's lots of benefits to repeating the process again uh, for the sake of maintenance. Um, but you, if, you, if you're either maintaining your weight or you're looking to lose your weight, and you shouldn't look at fluctuations on the scale as real weight gain, and it's normal for your weight to sit about five pounds above your lowest low, if that makes any sense to you. Now, it is possible, for example, that you've decided that you know, you've been sitting at this weight for a while, and even even if it's normal for your weight to sit five pounds above, that you would like to lose more. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, this happens all the time when I've worked with personal clients. They, they, you know, say their their goal is 140. They reach 140. They're very happy. They maintain that for a bit, and then they come back and say, you know what? I think I might want to go for more. And if you have visible fat and you feel like you want to lose more weight, there's no reason why you can't do that. You definitely want to be like focused on what you're doing. Am I maintaining and living my life, like maintaining and then off living my life, or am I looking to lose more weight. What you don't want to do is some sort of in-between type of thing. Um, you want to know exactly what it is that you are doing. So if you want to want and decide that you want to lose more weight, then you can do that either through personalizing your plan. That's where you maximize your efforts. You're doing all the things, you know, to purposely get and keep that scale moving. Or if you're repeating the process, you're doing the program again with the intention of maximizing your efforts and doing all the things in order to get that scale to move. But like I said, even in main, even in maintenance, active maintenance, whether you're personalizing the plan or repeating the program again, some of you might very well see that scale drop down and you might reach a new low, low because, you know, the body's releasing fat that no longer serves a purpose. And so when we're doing the program, we're taking a concentrated effort to help the body do that. But just naturally, even while looking to maintain your weight, you may notice you're just living your life and you still lose a few pounds here or there if you have that weight to lose anyway. Because once the body decides it's no longer needed, it's no longer needed. So, you know, it will release the fat, you know, given the opportunity to do so. Let me see what else you said here. 
Um, I'm wondering if doing back on track for a few days will bring you back down. Did definitely do back on track if you feel like you need to, but also remember the scale can be up for a variety of reasons. Like, did you just start an exercise routine, right? Like if you just started exercising, your body is sore, your muscles are retaining water, that could be why your weight is up, right? Combined with maybe a week in a way, combined with not being on top of your water. So it may just be as simple as getting your water back up to speed and being hydrated, um, you know, because when you're dehydrated, your body tends to retain water, right? So it could be that once you get on a, you know, get back on the habit of you know drinking enough to be hydrated your your weight will drop down even low so so sure start off definitely doing a few days back on track getting back on the basics um but yes i feel so much better when i'm eating well and drinking lots of water right i'm hoping the i'm hoping the fall and return to routine will bring back on track and back down to my ideal set point yeah i mean that happens right that's just um you know like even me like i'm saying i i've totally just Threw caution to the wind this whole summer, ate all the things. <laughs> um, I was in a good rhythm and routine of getting on my bike and, and you know, exercising for a good couple weeks. And then I went away uh, on a trip and then I haven't been back since. So, and I've kind of, as soon as I got back, my cat was sick and I was dealing with kid stuff. It's just been one thing after the other. So even today, I've got my exercise clothes over there. I put them on the bench so I can see them. I'm going to spend some time on the bike, even if I don't feel like it. Um, it's been a pretty exciting, uh, energetic day today. No doubt I'll be tired, but I I just want to get on the bike just to get back into the routine. Um, I'm making an effort to drink my water today. I'm way behind on water. I feel like I've been existing on wine <laughs> the last couple of weeks, you know? Um, so just kind of ease back into it. You will find because you are so in tune and you've done the work that when you feel even slightly off, you feel really, really off. Like you really feel it. And, 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 and then on top of that, as soon as you string together a couple of solid days of being back on track or back at it, how however you want to frame it, um, immediately you start drinking the water and you just, you know, start, you know, cleaning up your foods a little bit. I hate saying that, but you know what I mean? Um, you, you're like, Oh, okay. I feel so much better. And this happens at the end of the summer with like old clients and after Christmas, old clients will reach out and they're like, oh my God, like I just feel so awful. I totally indulge this summer or this holiday season. Should I do another program and plan? I'm like, you know, why don't you give it a few days of getting back on track? Then, you know, if you want to do, you want to, you know, you know, do another program, let me know. But, and then usually nine times out of 10, they come back with, oh my gosh, you're, you know, I already feel like I'm back at it. A few days back on track and I just feel a world of difference. So, you know, you string like three, four days of consistently drinking the water, being mindful of your food choices and before you know it, you just feel so much better um so you know no rules about this no rules about this you can kind of take your time with it and, and unless you've signed up for the fall group um which i would imagine you're already rolling on that today um you know maybe with all the chatter of the fall group starting some of you who didn't sign up for the fall group you're wondering what you should do you know um just remember and keep in mind this is about your journey like this is all about you and your journey and you know you're doing it perfectly um lots of resources out there as well if you didn't get into the fall group because it did sell out um, we do have our, in having to do, done the program before, you know a lot about it. Um, we do have our new fall book. We also do have the podcasts. Um, so all the lives will be turned into podcasts. So even if you just need a refresher here and there, um, like I said, we're going to be, we're going to be having a lot of conversation in here as well. And just a reminder that these, uh, maintenance lives are also being turned into a podcast as well. So you'll be able to find them on all the pod podcast platforms where you'll be able to listen to the maintenance lives after the fact as well. Um, let's see. 
if you guys have any other questions. Any other questions? I'm trying to think of anything else uh, to talk about. I know the, the group's a little quiet today, probably because everyone's over in the maintenance group or busy getting back at it. I know the kids are back to school. People are getting back to work and such. But really with maintenance, remember it's just all about giving your body time to get used to your new weight. Um, you want to do want to minimize while you're in active maintenance the indulgences, but that doesn't mean that you can't indulge here or there. You know, definitely use back on track when you need it. Um, understand that the scale is going to continue to fluctuate even when you're in maintenance. That doesn't stop. That's going to be for the rest of your life. One thing I did want to talk about, and I thought it was really, um, really interesting. Uh, we had one of our members the other day say, you know, I ate, I think it was a hoagie or something. And I'm sorry, I can't remember uh, her name. Um, and she said, she said, you know, am I, I ate this hoagie. I, I'm not even sure what a hoagie, what is a hoagie? It's like sandwich. bread. It's a sandwich or something. Like it's a sandwichy something, right? <laughs> I meant to Google it and I haven't done it yet. And she's like, I just felt awful. Um, will I be able to eat normally again? And I thought that was really interesting. And what I said to her was the hoagie, that sandwich, that bread, whatever that might be, always did and always will make you feel not great. Like before you did the program, you probably didn't notice how certain foods were making you feel because you just felt blech all the time and you weren't really communicating with yourself. So your body just didn't bother to let you know when you felt really off, but you probably just felt off kind of all the time. And with this process, you got to feel what it was really like to feel really good. And so as some of you are phasing off to maintenance, because obviously you want to put a good solid few months into maintenance, active maintenance. And then from there, it's just living your life, right? Waking up, looking good, feeling good, going about your day, making good choices. If you do eat something that makes you feel off, implement back on track, you know, just busy living your life. Um, but you know, you eat something like a hoagie, which is I'm assuming sandwich with meat and stuff like that, or a sandwich in general or pizza or whatever that might be. It always did and always will make you feel bloated and kind of off. But what you need to understand is that has nothing to do with losing weight. It has nothing to do with maintaining weight. It has everything to do with how certain foods make you feel when you eat them. So you can lose a hundred pounds. Those same foods, you know, are going to make you feel that way no matter how much weight you lose, no matter how long you do maintenance, because they always made you feel that way, if that makes sense. I thought that was a really aha moment because I think when people are looking forward to get back to eating those things, um, that's kind of an unexpected thing where they think that like, oh, I can't wait to eat it. It's going to be so amazing. And then when you do eat it, you recognize how it makes you feel when you eat those kinds of foods. And that doesn't mean that you can't have them. Like when I, when I went to Rome, I went to, I was lucky enough to go to Rome this summer. And the last time I was there, I had this pizza and this pasta that I just fell in love with and spent like the last next last four years trying to find the, that pizza and that pasta or some sort of version close to it. And I was so excited when we got there. Our first night in Rome, we went direct to the pizza place, got takeout and brought it back and with us. And we ordered two of them. Um, and uh, when I had my opportunity to, to eat the pasta, I, I ordered two orders of pasta, like two orders. Like I was there. I loved it. I had to have it. And I knew full well while I was eating it, I definitely wasn't going to feel great the next, like right after or definitely 
the next day, right? But that was sort of the trade-off I was willing to make um, is that it was so good and I really wanted to indulge in it, but knowing full well how I would feel after. And that's part of it. Like understanding how your choices are going to affect you is a big part of maintenance. It doesn't mean that you don't make the choice. It's that you're aware of how it's going to make you feel. So if you're going to go eat the hoagie, eat the thing, then you should make that choice being fully aware of how you're going to feel after you eat it. And so that's one of the things you'll notice probably before you go to a nice restaurant, you order a meal that you're looking forward to, you enjoy it, you overeat it. And then as soon as you leave that restaurant, oh my God, I feel so full. I'm so bloated. I'm so fat. I feel so gross. That negative dialogue, like you've just gone and spent good money on this amazing food. And then your association with it is negative because, oh my God, I overeat it. Why did I do that? And I feel so gross and whatever, right? Well, you almost have to be like, okay, I'm going to feel awful after this, but I don't care. It's going to be worth it. I'm going to enjoy every single bite. And then when you walk away from that experience, rather than saying, oh my God, why did did I do that? This is where you say, that was amazing. Oh my gosh, my belly is so full. Oh my goodness, I overate. Oh my God, it was so good. I wish I could eat more, right? Like that's, so while you're experiencing maintenance, it's a great opportunity to kind of, you know, reconcile all of that, your past diet dialogue and your negative self-talk and all of that. And if you're going to eat the thing, have it be a conscious choice. I'm eating this because it's delicious and it's yummy. And yes, I'm going to overeat the crap out of it. And yes, I'm going to feel like crap afterwards, you know, and then just have a good chuckle and laugh about it. And then the next day when you get on that scale and you feel like doo-doo crap, remind yourself, oh yeah, that's from that awesome meal I had yesterday. All right, Gina, drink that water today. Get in some leafy greens. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because the weight being up the next day, you know, is not real weight gain. That's just, you know, your body retaining water, you know, hard to digest food, salty food, dehydrate, all of that. You know, you get back on track for a couple of days. Next thing you know, it's pat, it's, you know, food goes in and goes right back out. Your weight drops right back down if it was up and no harm done. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I remember one time I took my kids to the Mandarin. And this was many, many years ago. And, you know, to go to a Mandarin with a family of four is like, that's, it's a whole event because that shit ain't cheap. Um, And we would go like once a year or the kids' birthdays or something like that. And the kids would go and they would just stuff their faces. And afterwards, I mean, they would eat all this thing. And afterwards they would come out and they would just laugh so hard. And they would literally giggle all night about how full they were. They'd be like, look at my belly. And then be like, they're lying around like, oh my God, I ate so much. But then their next sentence would be like, oh, that was so good. And it just, I was just like, wow, look at that, man. Like they're going out, they enjoyed all the food, they overate. And they're just like, it's part of their experience that they're laughing at themselves. They think, oh my goodness. I mean, 
how blessed are we to have food so accessible that we get to overeat it and stuff our faces in the first place, you know? So, so if you do overeat, it's not a matter of like, oh my God, I've blown everything or why did I do that or anything? You probably did it because that shit was good. <laughs> you wanted to enjoy it. But yeah, that is one thing you do want to keep in mind is recognize how you are going to feel after you're done eating it. And you know, so many times I go out for dinner and I'm like, this is good. I mean, I know I'm full. I know I'm full after a few bites. I know if I eat more, I'm going to feel uncomfortably full, but sometimes it's definitely worth it. So this is your opportunity to kind of feel that out, especially while you were in active maintenance. You want to be mindful of not always doing back on track every five minutes, right? Because you don't, you don't want to be testing your weight. Like this is your body's time to just sit in your new weight, to function at your new weight, to make your new weight the new norm. So you want to be mindful of testing it like every day, but you know, you can definitely test it every now and then. And I think there's a lot to be learned from that. A lot to be learned from that. Uh, hi, Kimber. Happy, uh, happy good morning. <laughs> right back at you, girl. Uh, great to see here you again. Sign up for the fall group to solidify maintenance. Already feels like a relief to be back on track today. Yes, the consistency is so helpful for me physically and mentally. Yeah, right? Like, it's just, you know, you're in that whole, I think you hit it, the nail on the head. It's like mentally you're back at it. Mentally you're regrouping, you know? Mentally you're, you're shifting. And, you know, if you're anything like me, the summer feels a little bit chaotic. And I kind of crave that sense of routine and organization and what's happening and this is you know we're also like cleaning out our closets and you know and you know and just kind of getting ready for that shift in season so I just think it's a great thing and also like just like that mind-body connection you're just kind of grounding yourself again and being like okay here we go and then also to start pay attention to yourself again right and that shit feels good feels so good um who had ideas on what to do with loose skin? Would love to continue this discussion. So Susan, we are talking to Dr. Rice. I actually have him scheduled to come on in the fall weight loss group. I want him to come on actually in this group and continue the discussion here. But we did have a really great discussion with him in our previous groups. However, I don't know which group you were part of. I know there's some people in this group who were my very first group. So they were they did the very first group. They lost their weight. They've been maintaining it for years and you're back. So some of you don't have access to those old groups, but I know in particular, Sonia, are you there? Mm -hmm. I believe our um, session with Dr. Rice is on YouTube. Oh, yes, it is. It's on YouTube. Yeah. So what we did was we took our session with Dr. Rice, who's a skincare expert, he's a plastic surgeon, world renowned. Um, we were lucky to have him in the group and have this conversation about skin. And so that uh, that is actually posted over on our YouTube page. If you come back in or ask the team or the team comes back and answer questions, I'm sure they'll link it for you. Um, but you can watch that video. Really insightful. We talked about anything and everything. But you know, skin in general is like constantly regenerating. Skin is like anything else in your body. Um, it's really susceptible to you being as healthy as possible, making sure you're hydrated, making sure you're incorporating all sorts of nutrient-rich foods, um, you know, omega-3s and such um, for your skin as well. Collagen can be a benefit. Um, doing, um, you know, um, loofah, loofing and, and dry brushing, great option. The kinds of oils and lotions that you're putting on your body. There are skincare um, products out there that can help with things like crepey skin. Um, but the most important thing to remember is after you've lost a good chunk of weight, all those cells need to regenerate. And that's that's the great thing about our program, the way you lose the weight is so much healthier in terms of your skin. But what can happen is like you can lose your weight and then not lose one, one pound and then, you know, months will go by and all of a sudden people will start saying like three, four, five, six months go by. People will start saying to you, oh my God, you've lost more weight. And it's not that you've actually lost more weight. It's that your skin has had time to regenerate around your new frame. So there's a lot that can be done.
done in terms of your skin. Um, it's just that it takes a lot longer than the actual weight loss process itself. So given the time, you know, and, and all the things you do, like making sure you're, you're getting, making your foods nutrient rich, adding in some vitamins and minerals, um, adding in some collagen, you know, dry brushing to help the regeneration of your skin, um, using any specialty oils and creams, those kinds of things can be a benefit as well. You know, little, it, as with everything, a little can go a long way. Exercise, uh, toning and shaping your body can give you that illusion that can really help with the look of your skin as well. So there's quite a bit to, you know, it's interesting. I follow this uh, woman, uh, Joan, um, what's her Instagram tag Joan 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 training with Joan no, I can't remember what it is but anyway um Joan she's a, she's I think she's in her she's 76 now and I think she started exercising when she was 70 and now she's 76 and and eating healthy and and now she has her own programs and to train with Joan I think is her is her Instagram handle anyway she's so lovely and I've really watched her body transform um skin was an issue for her she had lost weight and then over the past few years I've really watched like her body really you know really make a lot of changes changes, especially in the department of skin. So skin does take longer and that sucks. Um, but there's a lot that you can do given time. Um, there's a lot that you can do with supplements, with dry brushing, helping to regenerate those skins. We did talk like hardcore, like, you know, um, skin, um, skin surgeries and stuff. Even in that conversation with Dr. Rice, we, we basically talked about anything and everything skincare as well. So all the little things that you do do add up. Hi, Christina. After maintenance is completed, what is the role of popcorn made at home? I assume that it's hard to digest, better eaten early in the day, or should I not even be a consideration at that point in the process? I mean, once maintenance is complete and you put in your maintenance time, it's a matter of living your life. Like, you know, like eating at night, right? Like eating at night isn't going to cause you to gain weight. It just, it's not you know, it can mess with trying to lose weight because it messes with your sleep. And when you sleep is when your body repairs and rebuilds and makes change. So that's why we suggest that people don't eat at night while they're looking to lose. But while you're just living your life, like eating at night, like I eat at night all the time. Um, you know, Tony and I though, we did eat dinner last night, like 8.30 and I said to him, we really, because the summer we've been doing that, I said, we really gotta, gotta stop eating so late at night. And not because of calories, not because of fear of gaining weight, but because it messes with our sleep. You eat at 8.30, your body's still digesting that 9 30 10 30 11 30 you know what i mean you, you've 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 revved up your digestive system after your body starts to wind you down and it just really messes with your sleep right so i'm not a fan of eating and snacking at night because when i do do that i always get shit sleeps um and there's something to be said about even when you're not looking to lose weight you know feeling really good in the morning and feeling well rested where your body's had the opportunity to do what it needs to do at night rather than focus on processing and digesting your food um but there's no reason why you can't add popcorn like eating popcorn is not going to cause you to gain weight like you'd have to really after you've d lost your weight in the way that you have with the living method and then the time that you spend in actually allowing your body to adjust to your new weight you're gonna have to really try hard to gain weight you'll still see fluctuations on the scale um but eating some popcorn going to a movie eating popcorn you know obviously popping your popcorn at home um you know having late night snacks um eating pizza eating pasta eating bread none of those should cause you to gain real weight especially if you're eating them in a way where you're in tune to your body's needs right and you're not going not falling into old habits like going long periods of time again review that post on um how not to gain weight i'm pretty sure we have that in the maintenance guide if we don't we should put it in there but i'm pretty sure we do how not to gain weight um i'm gonna actually write that down i just want to check to make sure that it's in there how not to gain. um if it's not in there you can go back into your old group because it's there how not to gain weight i'm pretty sure i have it in here i'm 
pretty sure it's been a long day, but I'm pretty sure it's in here. Review that. And a big part of that is like, don't go days without eating again. Don't, if you have a big meal, starve yourself after. Like don't reinforce those messages that you need to store the fat, right? That's the biggest thing. But having popcorn, absolutely have at it. If you want to pop it yourself and, you know, um, put some butter on there and some sea salt, like that would be ideal. Um, the microwave popcorns have come a long way. Some of them are made with some weird crap that you're popping it in. So I like, if I do do microwave popcorn, which we do, I like to do all natural or um, organic, which is good. Cause at least then I know I'm getting, not getting some weird chemical mixture not to be a food crazy woohoo person, but um, you know, a little goes a long way, but no reason why you can't add popcorn in no reason at all. Um, it, some people popcorn is hard to digest, but that's, that's a, that's just a personal thing. It doesn't mean that you, you're going to gain weight from that or that you can't have it. It's just like popcorn, for example, um, for me causes my hands to break out cause I'm, a, I'm allergic to it. I'm allergic to corn. So I get all these blisters three days later and my hands get itchy. Do I still eat it? Yeah. <laughs> I do every time I eat it. I hope that doesn't happen to me. Yes. Does it happen every time I eat it? Yes. Do I still eat it? Right. So that's a whole other thing. I, I think that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, you can totally add it in. You can totally add that in. Um, I'm always reframing my thinking better than getting the, be, rather than getting on the scale and seeing your weight. I, I, and saying I gained weight. I say the scale is up totally different. Absolutely. You'll notice that we've even used this verbiage in our app. If you're using the app as an ongoing tracker, um, you'll notice that it's like weight up, weight down, weight the same. Like it used to say weight gain, which we totally got rid of that. It's all about that verbiage really. Like my weight is up today. My weight is down today. My weight is the same today. Whether you know, I gained weight, I gained two pounds. No, you didn't. Um, the scale is just up two pounds. So I, I am totally on board with that. I freaking love that. Um, hi Susan round four sign up for the fall to really lock in the size summer was fun time all the things and the scale is up so ready to get back at it and say sayonara to all the extra bites of bits yeah it makes it makes a big difference absolutely uh it makes a big difference uh dr rice said the most important things we can do for our skin is use both sunscreen and vitamin c serum i've added those to my routine yeah he's got um he's got uh he's got some great tips in there controlling portions and maintenance has been a mind game for me. Okay. So, so I'm going to keep reading this. I keep reminding myself that there is going to be a lot of wonderful food in my future. I don't have to eat extra amounts now. Reminding myself that I'm not deprived. I'm not going to be deprived. Okay. So talk about verbiage that you're using, right? So controlling my portions in maintenance, controlling to me immediately. Other words I think of is controlling, restricting, you know, um, depriving, like those are those things. So your verbiage is really important. You're not trying to control anything when it comes to your portions. What you are aiming to do is be in tune to your body's needs totally different vibe, totally different meaning. Like you say the word control and I'm stiffening, stiffening up. You, you say the word in tune and it's just like, ah, yeah, like that's all it is about. Right. And, and then obviously you're, you're, you might be struggling with old food issues where, you know, and this stems can be real deep from like stemming back from a child, right? Like eat all your breakfast. We have a long day today, right? Like, you know, eat everything on your plate. There's people starving everywhere. Like that, that, that can be real deep. This need to eat 
eat more at one sitting to last you a long time. So remember, that's not a real thing. You cannot eat more food in one sitting and have it last you longer because the body only ever takes what it needs and does with the rest what it does with the rest, either gets rid of it or stores it, right? So it's not a thing to eat more now so you're not hungry later. That's that's not a thing. Um, so if just that, you'll find that just that switch in the verbiage that you're using rather than controlling portions to being in tune to your portions because that's really it's all about. You're just trying to be in tune with what you need in the moment. And remember that that's flexible and can change day to day, right? Controlling is really restrictive. So you want to be open to your changing needs. So one day you might need one egg and you feel satisfied at breakfast. Then the next day you need three eggs to feel satisfied at breakfast. And then the day after that, you might not even hungry for breakfast in which you might skip it, right? So that's just one thing to keep in mind because you really want to change that dialogue. And then we're talking about the connections and associations that you're making with food for the rest of your life. So it's one thing to lose it in a way that's going to be easy to maintain. So that's what you've done already. You just want to get to this really calm place though mentally when it comes to your food choices moving forward, right? So that being in that calm place mentally, being in tune with your body and having lost it the right way. And then also putting that time into maintenance to allow your new weight to become your new norm is really the ticket to sustainable weight loss. I got a jet. I got a jet. I love this conversation. Love being back. Uh, So moving forward, I will be going live in the maintenance group on Mondays. It will definitely be a different conversation than what we're having in the weight loss group. Um, uh, Obviously, Uh, remember that we do turn these lives uh, into podcasts as well. So you can also find those over on our podcast available on any platform. They'll be labeled maintenance and mindfulness uh, podcast. Um, We're going to be adding to this discussion. We're going to be doing, for example, a panel on Wednesdays. Uh, In the next couple of weeks, we're going to start that up where myself and Anna um, and Odette, who's the manager of this group, we're going to have conversations about maintenance. We're going to be addressing any of the issues and concerns and questions that you all have. Um, We also have a list of guests that we want to invite into the group and have conversations based on where you're at now. Um, We also want to do some fun fun segments as well, lifestyle segments, cooking segments, all those sorts of things. So we're really just getting started around here. Um, So if you're new to the group, welcome. Um, If you're, you know, back after a fun summer, I'm happy that you're back at it. We're right here with you remember to keep those questions coming remember that is why we're here we have a whole team of people though it's not that not nearly as active obviously as our our fall weight loss program but we do have a team of people here ready to help answer any of the maintenance questions that you do have um, so keep them coming have an amazing day everyone and i'll see you next monday Bye. mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com